welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Grace Assembly of God Sermon Podcast. Grace exists to help people discover a life of purpose in Jesus Christ through discipleship and serving one another. If you would like additional information, visit us online at www.graceofbelair.com. Again, thank you for joining us and enjoy this week's message. I want to share with you um, one of the greatest blessings that we can ever be a part of, and that's uh, participating in the Lord's tithe that's holy to Him. And I call this obedient generosity, and, and uh, let's, let's go, Ray, right now to the Scripture, and then we'll show the video. This is the last book of the Old Testament, and will a man rob God? Yet you're robbing me, but you say, how have we robbed you in tithes and offerings? You're cursed with a curse because you're robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. The next few weeks, we'll be leading up to December 1st. In fact, you'll get a letter from me, uh, communication with me this, this week. And two years ago, we began our Gen Now stewardship initiative so that we could build this. We believe that God had put us in a place, and what he put in our hands was to prepare for not only now, but for the future. And the generation is the generation now. In fact, I heard yesterday that some feel that this might be the last generation before Jesus comes. But we're talking about children and youth primarily. And so two years ago, so many of you made faith promises and commitments. And last year, on the first anniversary, we gave an opportunity. And so uh, what has come in now is pretty close to three quarters of a million dollars. And we thank God for that. And so this, on December the 1st, uh, we enter the, the last year, the third year, and we'll be coming to you again, and as we'll ask you to prayerfully consider what God would have you to do, and so that we can finish what we started. I'm looking forward to it. It's just so, how many know you can't outgive God? You just cannot outgive God. There's something about it, and that's where we're headed with this, but because of your faithfulness and your, your offerings and tithes and, and just your vision, we've been able to complete this wonderful facility and, and what it means to the children and youth in particular, but we've used it already for so many things. It just fits sort of like a hand in a glove. But we have a, a video by, by a young man that you'll, it's self-explanatory. Let's watch that. My name is Gabriel. I've been in Remix for about two and a half years. Um, I'm a part of worship team. I am striving to become a student leader. Shout out to all my friends. And I was introduced to Grace through my parents' friends because I just I just moved here and uh, I didn't really have nothing to do, so I came, and which was a kind of a great experience because I got to um, meet a lot of 
the Grace family, which is kind of why it enticed me to stay. Remix um, kind of influenced me to be better. I, um, I moved here with like sadness. Um, it was hard for me because like I couldn't get out of it. I didn't have friends. I didn't, you know, have anything to, you know, keep me motivated and positive. So I kind of just struggled and I was in a dark place. And, you know, if I was stuck there, I don't, I couldn't imagine a life without God now and without Remix. You know, I devoted my life to God, which is like one of the best things that could ever happen. And now I feel like I'm in a family, you know, and especially this room. This room was something that um, surprised me because even though I've only been here a year before they started building this, it was something that I would never thought have crossed my mind when we thought of expanding Remix. And now it's just the opportunity for other students who don't know Jesus, who haven't experienced or heard his voice, um, they now get to come, they now get to lift their voices, raise their hands, and you know, just give praise and worship to a God that just can help them through anything in life the way that he did mine. I thank you guys for um, you know, sponsoring Generation Now. This room or this new community cannot be to become what it is without you guys. So I truly thank you for this great opportunity. Generosity is the virtue of not being tied down or stingily holding on to our possessions, but delighting in helping and blessing others. It leads to truly the blessed life. Uh, the scripture says that he that withholdeth tendeth to poverty, but the liberal soul God makes fat. When we open our hand to the Lord, we open our hand that's so much larger than it is when it's closed. So we can hold what God has and what he wants to pour out. He calls us as followers of Jesus Christ to a culture of obedient generosity because this is the culture of his kingdom. I cannot think of anything else that will bless and add to your life like the lifestyle of tithing to the Lord. It's the response of our heart to God's grace. It's like the first steps of a baby when they take those first tottering steps towards the mommy who's born them and fed them and loved them and nurtured them. That's where they want to go, to her. Mark Batterson says that obedience is the first habit of a highly blessed people. Obedience is the first habit of highly blessed people. It's interesting, in America, while self-centeredness and selfishness goes up, charitable giving is going down. But, but, 
in the churches of Jesus Christ that declare the gospel and preach the word and love God and follow him and are concerned about the future for their children and they commit themselves to the tithe, those churches are growing and giving is going up. Can someone praise God? Paul said, don't be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. And when we say yes to the Lord, there's a spiritual transaction that takes place on the inside that transforms us and positions us so that not only does God open the windows of heaven, when we say yes to honoring the Lord, it opens the door of our heart for God to do what only God can do inside of us. So there's a few things this morning that I want to share with you. Number one, the first thing is the heart of tithing. It's first things first. And we won't read the scriptures there in your bulletin or program, but, John, but in John 3.16, God modeled this when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave. It's our response to him. Sometimes people ask me, or they don't know what a tithe is. The tithe is the first tenth of our income that belongs to the Lord. God's word says that it is holy to the Lord. That's how that works. Tithing is a holy act of worship, and it's God's chosen trademark of a mark of obedient generosity for his people. And so the amount of proportional giving God requires, it's the amount of proportional giving, it's the 10% of our income that he requires we give through the local church to provide for his house and for your house. And it's been like that from ancient days, all the way back to Bible days that was practiced. Proverbs 21.5 says this, that the plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage or prosperity, but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty. And because it's a first things first issue, and it's a hard issue, it means that we put ourselves on the side of being diligent where God can bless our lives. And we have this wonderful opportunity. And Grace, I want to thank you for tithing. I want you to know that today's message is not, I think you understand this, it's not my style to condemn people, but it is my style as a pastor to love people. It is my privilege and my responsibility to lead you into the vest that God has for you. It is my calling that God has given to me to disciple people so that they can be the best and know the joy that God has for your life. I've asked different ones why they tithe, and I can't read all of them this morning. Uh, but I, I asked one, and I'll, several of you know her. I, I'll just say by the first name, Denise. And she replied quickly to me, God is faithful, and he's been so incredibly faithful to me through some difficult times, work and home. He has provided and protected, and truly his tender love and mercies are real. He has made them known to me in a profound, personal, and tender way. To me, it's touching, and I'm extremely grateful that God saw fit to reconcile me to himself through Jesus Christ and for Jesus finishing that assignment. So he says, tithe, and I tithe. 
He always provides. On a practical note, I believe that the church needs funding to function, and we as the body need to provide that tithe to help meet those practical needs. That's just how it is. I've always liked Denise. I, where's, I want to ask her to raise her hand. But I just, uh, she has uh, such a wonderful heart. I didn't know she was that plain spoken. I appreciate that. How about you? That's just how it is. Um, I trust Grace Assembly is an excellent steward of whatever's provided to the church. Now, I just want to tell you, say this. So my wife and I took a big trip the other day and, uh, to Port Deposit, Maryland. How many have ever been to Port Deposit, Maryland? But we drove up through Cecil County, and we drove down our Port Deposit, and, uh, and, I, and anyway, on a, on a cold November afternoon, uh, uh, on about 4 o'clock on Friday, I guess it was, just before dark, we went into this place. It was one of the few places open in Port Deposit called Cool Beans. And I wanted to get coffee, and Chris wanted to get tea, and we went in, we started talking with her, and the lady is a newbie, she's from Philadelphia, but they owned a condo on the water, and we said, well, how'd you start? And she said, oh, you won't believe the future of this area, okay? And she's going on and on, and, and she said, and I don't know if you know that Wolf Trap is coming. How many know what Wolf Trap is? It's a destination, do you know that's coming? Do you know that? I mean, right on the other side of the river, and you knew, you knew. <laughs> and this is what she said. She said, in my understanding, that the town manager of Perryville is the one that was absolutely inter instrumental in that. And guess who the town manager of Perryville is? Is anyone? That's Denise. That's Denise. And yes, yeah. And so God's, I believe God's favor and hand has been upon our life. But it's foundational, and it builds great lives, and it builds great choices. We have two choices. We can bring it or... Or we can say, no, Lord, I, I'm not going to do this. Let me give you a quick illustration how foundational it is. Uh, we, we were building over, over here for the gen now. Uh, we ran into three different springs, and it held us back for weeks, and they had to re-engineer the foundation. And the engineers got involved. The county got involved. And meanwhile, the, the price tag is just going up and up, and it eventually cost us close to $50,000 to get the foundation right. And, uh, but, but we said, well, that's okay. We want to get the foundation right. How about that? You know, we're, we don't want to build. <laughs> we don't want to build unless it's right. And so uh, then after a while, they started laying blocks, and I was so excited. I, I mean, I, I, I had my iPhone. I'm out there, and I'm taking pictures of these guys, and, and I'm so excited. And they laid this, and they got it up, and they, 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 they poured the concrete floor. Uh, they had put docks planks, which are concrete. They're just giant planks. And then they poured the floor. But the end of the church building was still up because we needed Friendship Hall. We needed a place to meet. And so at the very last, we say, can you just hold off on that and then bust that thing out after we're under roof? They said, yeah, there's no problem. They busted it out, and when they did, guess what we found? The new floor was two inches higher than the old floor. Concrete, solid concrete. And we said, what in the world happened? Well, here's what had happened. Someone had, it was architectural plans that always say, field verify. 
In other words, just because you're experienced at construction doesn't mean you can do as you've always done. You still got to check the architect's plans. How many follow what I'm saying? And when it comes to living our life, one of the greatest barometers of our heart is how we handle what the money that God has put into our hands. And so what happened? This thing cost us 10, no, it didn't cost us. I made sure. We didn't make the mistake, so we're not paying. How many get that? All right, that's, <laughs> you might stick that to other people, but you're, you're going to come through me first. That's just how that works. And so, but they had grinders in here, the whole building. I mean, you could feel the, it felt like an earthquake going on. And it took them days, and they ground that thing down, and it cost tens of thousands of dollars to finally get it right. And you could walk over there. You wouldn't even know it now, would you? No, but it costs a lot of money to make that thing right. When we offer to the Lord what is the Lord's, it's a first thing, first issue, and things begin to flow for us, for our family, and those involved. Praise his name. Now, the second thing I want to share is that the heart of tithing recognizes God's ownership and my stewardship. Psalm 24 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell in it, all it contains. So how many know all is a big brush? How many know all is a big brush? Okay. All right. Let me ask this. Raise your hand so I know you're not sleeping. Okay. How many right now are on planet earth? All right. There you go. How many of you are on Mars or some other place right now? Uh, Sherry, you're not supposed to raise your hand for that. All right. Yeah. So all is a big brush, and it covers all of us. The earth and all it contains belongs to the Lord. How many know that you belong to the Lord? Yeah. Whether you're in the church, out of the church, you're mad at the church, whatever it is, but we belong to the Lord and everything belongs to him. And so Solomon wrote in Proverbs these words, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Everything we have is on loan from God. Everything. Deuteronomy tells us that the Lord gives us the ability to earn a living, to make wealth. It all comes from Him. So everything we have, even our ability to make a living, so tithing means that I gratefully give back to God what is already His. I'm, my wife and I are blessed, I guess, to own a condo in Florida. And we're landlords. That's not a blessing always. But they're good tenants and they pay all the time. And... Uh, I love that automatic, automatic payment. I just absolutely love that. So, um, I can't tell you how many times the phone rings. Uh, just want you to know our air conditioning went out. Just want you to know we've got ants. We've got to get an exterminator. 
Just want you to know there's a hurricane coming and we need the storm shutters put on. Just want you to know the toilet's plugged up. You got to call some. Just want you to know the dishwasher went up. Just want you to know the refrigerator's down. We've got three small kids here. Just want you to know. And then we, we get from Florida, now the tax collector, now they're putting funny faces on the tax. That's supposed to make it easier to pay taxes. But we pay the taxes, we pay the insurance, we pay the mortgage. But I call it pay and call. So they pay rent and they call the landlord and I want to be a good landlord. So when they say that the HVAC is out, that's the heating and air conditioning. And, and we call right away and we get someone out there and they'll say it's going to cost several thousand dollars to replace this thing. We replace that thing. This is what happens when we say, Lord, I'm going to say yes to you. You've given us everything. And it's like, Lord, you're the landlord. When we enter a contract with him, I call it pay and call. And when we do that, our problems become God's problems. How many hear what I'm saying? We can call upon the Lord. I love the song we sang that he's the way maker. He's the miracle worker, right? He's the light in the darkness. He's the promise keeper. And if I was writing it, I'd say he's provider because he's Jehovah provider. Praise his name. Our God, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. I want to, the next thing I want to move on is this, is that what happens, friends, is that tithing moves God's heart and his hand. Malachi 3.10 says this. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this, says the Lord. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. I'm going to have the band come. Dan, if you want to come now, that'll, that'll help. Thank you. So it means that we bring and God opens. It's, it's God's window latch. God declares, try it and put me to the test. And so I, I, need, a, I need a volunteer this morning. Is there a teenager here? A, a volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. All right, something's good's going to happen. Oh, Henry, there you go. You're not a teenager, but hey, all right, so. All right, come quickly, just jump right up here. There you go. All right, so, all right, now, you just stand right here and everyone can see you. Let me step and get this aside here. There you go. Okay, so what am I giving you? I'm, this is really a loan. I just want you to know that. All right, and what's this? What's this? Well, just show it up so people can see it. What is it? That's 10. 90 and 10 make 100. Okay, so, okay, I'm going to ask you to give me back 10 on this loan. That's all I ask. I don't ask for $100 on this loan. How many know that? But see, God banks in a different way than we bank. So you give me this, and what God does, he gives back more than what we gave him. How about that? It's how it works, friends, a blessing that we can't contain. I'm not just talking about money, but I'm talking about the blessings of God flowing on our life. Now, this is what I'm going to do, really. This is what I'm going to do. I think you can handle this. 
I'm going to give you a $20 bill so you remember that. How's that? Will that make you smile? I'll keep it then. Look. There you go. Yeah. All right. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Yeah. No, God is not a, he's not an ATM machine. That's not what we're talking about. But I'm talking about entering in the joy of the Lord. And we have a couple responses. It's not about what we have or don't have. It's about our trust and faith of the Lord. So we can first give ourselves to the Lord. That's what we do. Lord, I give myself to you. It recognizes, tithing recognizes that everything belongs to the Lord. It places everything in our lives on solid ground, the right foundation. We have an opportunity this morning to say, God, I recognize that, and with your help, I commit myself to your way of giving and blessing. Lord, make me a blessing. Use me for your kingdom through the tithe that is yours that's holy to the Lord. I, I just, it's so good. So good. I, we sat last night at dinner with one, one of the other, with about 20 people, but one of, the, one of the families of the church that moved here. And I just asked them what was different about Maryland than where you came from. And they proceeded to tell me. And, and, the, and the teenager said, I didn't have very many friends when I came here, but I went to Remix. And all of a sudden, I found friends. And then I found out, well, I knew through Facebook that, that she was in a play last week at John Carroll. And there were 17 or 18 remix kids that showed up. That's part of the family of God. I know her mom and dad tithe. I know that. They're generous people. They've set their foundations right. And so then... Then, as we were talking, she said, they, she said that so many of our friends, they're not in the church anymore. But I thank God for this. But I do thank God that for these new friends. She said, and they, they test my faith. And they came to me and said, why don't you curse like the rest of us? And she said, because uh, there's no need to do that. Plus, makes you sound uneducated. I thought that was pretty good. Now, how many know that comes from having the right friends around you? Listen, listen, mom and dad, your kids are going to make choices. They're going to make choices. The greatest thing that we can do is get first things first. Get our heart right with God. How many follow what I'm saying? Get our heart right to God, with the Lord. And so that it has a way of not, it just doesn't trickle down. It overflows down to them. Praise God. That's what God has for us. But God set the blueprint for giving when he gave Jesus Christ his only son though, so that we could be forgiven and have eternal life, so that we could be reconciled to him. We could come into the family of God. And I want to give you that opportunity today the moment that you bow your heart 
for the Lord is the moment of a divine transaction that takes place that we don't understand, but by faith we embrace and that we are born again into the family of God. How about that? Yeah, just like that. In a moment. In a moment. That's what happens. It takes place. And so all the things that we've done, our sin is transferred to Christ's account. So we receive God's mercy instead of getting what we deserve. We get His grace. That means that we, that, we, that we don't get, but we receive from the Lord. And that's why it's called the gospel, the good news. It's the best news of all. Praise God. Praise His name. So I'm going to ask you to bow your heads right now with me. First of all, no, no one looking around. I, I just, I'd like to say, I'd just like to, you to raise your hand and say, Pastor Paul, I, I want you to know I'm tithing or I'm committing to tithing. I want to say yes to the Lord. This might be your first step, but you're going to take this step. But you raise your hand along with mine this morning. Just raise them high to the Lord. Lord, yes, all, all across the building. And then secondly, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, to come under Him and be in His kingdom, and be in the family of God and know His grace and mercy to get first things right. Get first things first. If that's you, raise your hand right now. No one's looking around. Just raise your hand. Yes, I see your hand. I see your hand. Other people this morning, others this morning, yes. We thank God for what He is doing. Praise God. And now I'm going to ask you this. If you're here and you say, Lord, I just need your help. I heard this morning that when we give to you, Lord, as we tithe, God, and your word says, cast all your cares on me because I care for you. If you have a need in your life this morning that you need God to come and to do something with, would you raise your hand along with mine this morning? Just raise it. Raise it quickly. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we love you. We are so grateful for you. I thank you for for the hands that are raised this morning for salvation. Lord, we just love you because of that and what you're doing in our life. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.